0: Yeah, what you got? Okay, listen up. We got some purple stuff, OJ, cola. I'll take one. Oh, yeah. Tastes like orange tangerine. Coordinated Strike. Oh, yeah. It's Coordinated Strike time. I'm your host, Joe. As always, let's get right into it. I had packages come to my door, and I'm excited! Oh, I had uh, my Tyrant Level Pledge finally come with all of my little add-ons and goodies, and I was very excited, very excited. I did um, not get Cult of the Burning Man. I doubled up on Abyssinia because the value was too insane for stretching my uh my war my war gaming buck. So very excited for that. I have Way too many minis. Uh, They are all now on their bases. Uh, That does not mean that they are base. That just means that they have all been superglued to their base for the time being so that if I want to play with something, I can. Uh, And I'm now in the process of batch priming uh, everything and doing some, and for a few select units, uh, mostly the Abyssinian starter box and the Jibbering Horde starter box and a couple of the Titans, uh, I have gone ahead and started to do base coats on them so i am very excited for the minis i'm very excited to have this cast where i can actually talk about what came in the box what's in the box what's in the box what's in the box what's in the box well there was a lot and it was all awesome so i'm excited i want to talk about the miniatures a little bit i want to talk about the material that's uh they're made out of uh, some of the kind of the, the tricks and, and tips with these kind of things, and my overall impression of of the miniatures and the, the game as a whole. Um, I mean, we've talked about the game before, but now we're going to have an opportunity to kind of dive into, now that I have physical product, what are my impressions of said physical product. So we'll be right back. After this, wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man, wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man, wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Hi, I'm Al Harrington, President and CEO of Al Harrington's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man emporium and warehouse. Thanks to a shipping error, I am now currently overstocked on wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men, and I am passing the savings on to you. Really, Al Harrington's wacky waving inflatable arm warehouse. Yeah. We we got to get better sponsors. So welcome back to the show. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Joe. We're talking about uh, the Kickstarter minis that I got in for the other side. Uh, hopefully your box is getting to you soon. I see that some uh, international backers are starting to report that they have gotten notice that theirs is on their way. So that is super exciting. We are all starting to have a global community hug of, you know, miniatures in our laps. And we get to start reading these books. And the first thing I want to talk about is the rulebook. Rulebook itself is a massive tome, beautiful beautiful hardcover uh, that you got as part of the Kickstarter. It is positively wonderful. Nice and heavy, nice bright pages, good back on it, solid binding, very happy with the quality there. Uh, really nice art integration and an absolute ton of fluff. There are about 39 pages of core rules that's it in a 350 page book. So very exciting to kind of be able to read through and learn about the world as a whole. If you're not familiar with Malifaux and more so what's going on on the earth side of things or in the other side, the other side of things in comparison to Malifaux. And so you really get an idea and a sense for a lot of these characters. They do a great job uh, developing each of them in the fluff. Uh, Really goes into some detail. There's a whole timeline in the first few pages as well to kind of get you up to speed as to where we're at. And you get a real amazing sense of the world, its characters, uh, the people that inhabit it. And they feel very real. They feel feel very visceral. Um, While this is definitely a fantasy science fiction setting, it doesn't seem that too far out. It doesn't seem that too far off either. The reactions tend to be fairly normal. It, it's kind of like, what if an everyman saw a giant wasp monster for the first time? Well, you know, they they kind of deal with that. And I think they deal with it in very intelligent ways, particularly when you're dealing with um, intelligence organizations in terms of a, a military intelligence organization and also trying not to spread general panic, uh, as well as dealing with a, a fanatical uh, religious movement in the form of the Cult of the Burning Man. Uh, or as they call it, the Church of Ephraim Wade, uh, which is in junction with the Bur- with the cult of the Burning Man. So it's very interesting. Uh, the name of the book that Ephraim Wade wrote, uh, you know, big giant Latin name for uh, Ford in flames, basically, is kind of this this catch all in the book where people start to read it and go mad or gain superpowers, and each of the main characters. In our storyline so far, each of the main commanders kind of have a little blurb where they've either been with people that have read this, glanced over it themselves, uh, it's been tempted to them, or and they've refused. It's it's kind of very interesting. It's almost like when Frodo goes around in Lord of the Rings and shows off the ring, but it's this massively available book that is changing everyone's mind. And I think that's, that's kind of an interesting gizmo for your world and your world building and I'm kind of interested to see where they go with that uh and some of the other stories they can tell. And you definitely get a sense that this is a, a game where you're going to have a lot of fun. Uh just in the just in the world itself. The the characters are written in a very entertaining way. They are all very unique personalities. They have kind of have interesting ways of interacting and coming together. Um, Trial by Fire is an absolutely phenomenal piece, and I think it gives you the best insight into kind of how this is going to look, and it definitely feels comic booky in the best possible way. Uh, in an era of big blockbuster comic book movies, this type of storyline feels right at home, and I'm very excited to, to see where they go with it, and I hope that, that style of writing is maintained. Uh, The visual presentation on all of the boxes are spot on. Um, Everything with the exception of the two limited edition models, which were Thrace and Ben Young, those two uh, models were just in some plastic. Everything else was actually in factory packaging. Um, So everything was shipped um, in its display, display packaging as if it was going on a shelf. Uh, with the plastic insert that the the models come in come with uh everything was very nicely displayed and and nicely maintained within that plastic and it really just it felt awesome to open it up and and be basically, oh my gosh, I'm like a retailer, I've got all this stuff and it's in and it's actually in actual boxes and then of course, I took most of it out of the trash because that's that's what you do when you're're you're a homeowner uh, so with all of that said. I was very excited for getting my first-hand look at the actual production minis. I had played around with some of the pre-production minis. They had sent them to me about two years ago, and people have seen pics of the ones that i painted up. And I was excited to see how those sculpts have advanced and changed in production. Uh, Excited to see how the end material was. And I have to say, I am very happy with the end result material uh, and the end result sculpts on virtually everything that I purchased. Uh, the the kits are very solid. They are well built. There is minimal gapping, uh, except on one or two pieces. In most of the cases, and even then, uh, it's fixable with a little bit of green stuff. Mold lines aren't too bad. They're intelligently placed for the most part. Um, you will definitely want to put take a file to some of these, uh, just to kind of shave down some of the mold lines that are more prominent. But for the most part, they're they're not there. I mean, maybe one out, maybe one out of every ten minis I had to do something with, and I'm having to do something with to kind of clean them up. Um, the one thing that there is, they are a little bit prone to, is bendy weapon. Um, the type of plastic that was used and the variable, um, variable density that was used in those areas to kind of make them uh, a little more less likely to break off, so they have a little bit more, you know, flex to them that little bit of extra flex uh, kind of means that they can sag a little bit. The good news is they fix really easily and straighten really easily by just going in some very hot water to soften them up, and then you can shape them back the way that you want to be, and then they'll hold their shape uh, very well. So I'm very excited for how uh, the pieces fix, uh, but there will be a little bit of work you have to do with that. Um, and so if you're you're comfortable doing some boil, some hot water, and maneuvering the maneuvering the pieces to, to how you want them, very easy to do. Uh, not a big hardship at all. and uh, the the what I appreciate is instead of having a super rigid piece that's gonna automatically break off, at least they've given us the the more flexible plastic there that is not as likely to break off because it does have the flex. it's just gonna need a little bit of hot water every now every. A little bit of hot water at the onset to go ahead and straighten those out. Uh, Weird makes some of the prettiest horse models in the world. Uh, and The Basso Cav and the Dragoon, the Empire Dragoons, are no exception. Those models are all on point. The horses are gorgeous. The uh, the models on top of them riding are, are fantastic. Very, very well done. Um, the Gibbering Horde stuff is drop-dead gorgeous. Uh, for the most part, again, very minimal gapping um except on the alpha crawler the alpha crawler is one that does is going to require a little bit more cleanup and a little bit more uh, green stuff although not overly unexpected simply because it is such a large model and so the larger the model the more cleanup you're going to have to do but i mean the thing is huge it is the biggest titan in the game it's the biggest model in the line so far uh by a wide margin uh the king's hand, by contrast, utterly gorgeous. Uh, fantastic model, very intelligently designed. Great lines. Uh, very minimal cleanup is going to be required on that particular model. And then I cannot say enough about the dreadnoughts. I got two of them. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, very easy to very easy to paint. Very uh, almost non-existent cleanup on the two that I had. So. Very excited for those. Uh, the walker, I got two walkers uh, with my two mechanized infantry. Good good piece, good kit. You're going to want to play with the legs a little bit and some hot water to get them replaced. Uh, I have decided to kind of keep mine as they are in the, in the sort of duck walk, and the reason being is I'm going to add some stone to their base for them to be climbing over so that it looks a little more natural than what it does right now, but it'll fit with my basing scheme perfectly. That said, a little bit of hot water will will bend them up perfectly fine. Uh, The cutter is an absolutely fantastic piece. I am very excited uh, and very happy with how that one came out. Uh, On the whole, again, the miniatures themselves are great. Uh, The detail on them is virtually identical to Weird's current line of plastics, Uh, particularly when you start looking at things like Thrace and Ben Young. Uh, the detail level is probably actually exceeding what Weird is doing currently. Uh, so that was very exciting to see the baseline infantry again, right on par with with Weird's normal with Weird's normal plastics, but they all come pre-built. Uh, again, very minimal gapping, very minimal cleanup needed. Again, about one in every ten of the infantry I needed to actually do something with. So. It is super exciting. I'm in the process now of getting everything primed uh, with my new airbrush and getting everything um, base-coated and base-highlighted so that I can then do a little bit of detail work and be ready for beautiful painted models on the tabletop. So (coughs) I am super excited for what we have coming. Uh, I'm super excited for all of you to get your miniatures, and I'm super excited to have what I have. A couple of the other bits that I want to go over is... Just how amazing the retail starter box is going to be. So we got the retail starter boxes here uh, with our with our pledge. And what you get is, again, you're getting a full one commander army. Uh, depending on your allegiance, they're all full one commander armies. But that allegiance box is also going to have a full set of Of good quality cardboard tokens for you to play the game. So you'll have pin tokens and reinforce... You'll have two-sided pin token reinforcement token and two-sided shaken and inspired tokens and tactics tokens. They all come in a sheet for you. Plenty of them there to go ahead and start playing a one-commander game. Very thoughtful inclusion. Additionally, you're going to get a nice fate deck that is going to come as part of your kit... You're going to get your cards, uh, your unit cards and your stratagem cards, as well as your assets for your particular faction. Great include. Um, Great quality there. All come in a nice holder. You're getting all of the minis for for your two mainline infantry units and your one typically support infantry unit. You're getting one of your better commanders in your starter box. And you are able to play a one commander game right away. Oh, and there's a tape measure in there too. So a nice metal tape measure. Nice little metal tape measure with, uh, with the other side logo on it. So it is very exciting to see in a very thoughtful starter starter kit. So for 100 bucks, 90 bucks depending on your faction, you're going to be able to go in when you're demoing this. You're going to let people know. You know, for ninety hundred bucks, they can go ahead and start playing right away. The only other thing they're going to need to get is some paint at some point. And they're able to play one commander right out of the box, and then they can start building up their force to get to the two commander level. So it is a very exciting time. This stuff is going to look awesome on shelves. Uh, it's going to look awesome on the game table. And the bases themselves, I cannot say enough, about how perfect the slot bases work. Like the big fire team bases are very easy to maneuver, very easy to manage, easy to easy and well balanced to pick up with your minis on them for movement purposes. And then the actual bases themselves that you put your minis on and then pull them out as you as you remove the casualties, those lay flat within the tray. Those lay flat in the in the slotted base. So you can do some really cool diorama-style basing very easily, and I'm excited to go ahead and and try some of that here shortly um, as I get these minis painted up. So I am excited uh, more so than I should be almost for all of this stuff. I had a a great time opening everything up. Uh, A couple of other things to keep in mind. With units that have summoning capability... They have included, uh, in most of them, they have included a token for you to utilize uh, for the summon portion of that. And then if you're hiring them in, you would utilize the miniature uh, in a lot of cases. So it's very cool to see that, that we're just providing some additional value in their boxes. They're not expecting us to, to buy uh, billions and billions of minis. I just know I know gamers and a cardboard token is cool, but you know what is so much cooler putting down that awesome mini to represent it so i think giving people the flexibility to start with things early to utilize them early and then kind of grow into the purchase of them is is something that is near and dear to my heart and something that i appreciate greatly uh the value in these boxes is utterly insane and i just want to uh, say again, thank you to all of the Kickstarter backers. We would not be here without all of you, uh, and I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm more, I'm even more excited to be pumping and promoting uh, Captain Con. Uh, me and Michael will be running two events at Captain Con, uh, one on the Friday evening and one on the Saturday evening. Uh, one Commander games with a 40 Soulstone unit pool. Uh, so basically, you'll have you'll hire in a pool of a 40 script worth of units and assets. And that will be what you're going to build your forces out of on the day. And it'll be tw- uh, one commander game. So it'll be one commander, 25 script. Uh, but you'll have up to 40 script of units to purchase from. And then the, un- the, the stuff that you didn't purchase in that, cause you didn't have enough script from your commander uh, that just stays in your, in your pool, but you can summon from it if you have summoning abilities. So just kind of uh, a way to make sure that people have, you know, somebody that bought 10 million things doesn't have a huge advantage over somebody that only bought a, a little bit of things, especially as we're early on. Uh, but still providing people the ability to build on the fly was the kind of the idea with the unit pool. Uh, I think it fits the game at a tournament level very well. Uh, and kind of gives you that real world, real, real world feel of having a, a main portion of, of a force and a reserve. So I'm excited for that. That is February 8th through the 10th. In beautiful downtown Warwick, Rhode Island, uh, right at the the, Earth, the Crown uh, Crown in uh, Crown Inn Hotel, so definitely come out see us uh, and spend some time with us on the other side. While you're there, and I know over in the UK, uh, David Brown that same weekend has BonesCon, and he will be running on the sa- on the Sunday I believe a uh, one Commander tournament as well. So lot of other side going on in February Uh, again the weekend of February 8th through the 10th for both of those events whether you're in the States uh, or in or in the UK so very excited for that Uh, definitely want to appreciate everyone that has backed this Uh, you will not be disappointed the models are excellent Uh, they paint exceedingly well they take spray primer uh, perfectly I'm using the Vallejo surface primer uh, they are taking it like nothing. Uh, very easy to evenly coat. Uh, additionally, they take, they take paint after that perfectly well. Uh, again, very, very easy. You're going to want to attach them. This is very important. Any fixes that you need to do or attachment you need to do, you're going to use super glue. Um, the type of plastic that they use does not react well uh, or at all to polystyrene glue. So you're going to want to use uh, for your own sanity, some super glue and the super glue works incredibly well um, on some of these because of the angles on that. I would recommend um, the accelerant as well. If it's uh, it's something you're able to get a hold of to just provide some quicker drying uh, particularly when you're just doing the attachment to the base to kind of do the, their coating and whatnot, uh, depending on how you paint up your stuff. Uh, again, again, it is a super exciting time. The rule book is great. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is the acrylic tokens. If you order the acrylic tokens, you already and you've seen them, you already know how amazing they are. but they are absolutely phenomenal. They're a nice, heavy acrylic. They are they're single-sided, but they're, there's writing on both sides, but it's the same token, so they're reversible. And they just are so great. They're very easily to transport. They are expertly done. They are absolutely gorgeous. They they have great art, and I hope to have them on stream for you very, very soon. So that brings us kind of our next bit of announcement, bit of housekeeping. I'm going to be starting to do some video battle reports here as soon as I can line up some games, and I'm trying to get uh, the models painted up as rapidly as possible so that we can accommodate that so that you guys can actually watch... Uh, some other side battle reports uh, that aren't great plastic and are there for you to enjoy. And then we're going to also have some supplemental audio that will come out of this podcast from that. So there's a lot of exciting things going on. We're going to be doing a lot of content for this game as we get more fully into launch because now we have models. And because we have models, we can do way more things. So I want to thank you all again for backing this project. I want to thank you all again for listening to Coordinated Strike. Uh, we're going to continue to grow and get better and better at this as we go along. And I just want to thank you all for believing in this game and you know, getting to, getting to see the models, getting to feel the things in your hands. You're going to start to understand exactly why I've been talking about this game in the way that I have. So, I look forward to each of you um, hopefully interacting with you at, at the cons coming up this year. And You know, I just want to say, again, if you have a tactics token, then you can make a coordinated strike.